Give you one more sip. <sighs> Hey y'all, it's Maddie K and Mikey Two Names. Welcome back to the Erase the State podcast. Thanks for listening to the first episode, all three of you who are not our friends and family. Coming back with some straight fire for episode number two. What's up, Mikey? Man, not much. Good to be back. Sorry it's taken a while for us to come back around, but Matt's been very, very busy lately and sick. Definitely very sick. As I, as I drink your bottom shelf whiskey here. Yeah, I've got to clean that up. <laughs> it's probably about to expire. So. Yes, that's good. That's good. My body's a good disposal point for this whiskey. Hell yeah. And how's, how's everything going on that job front? It's going. I've got some offers out there. Trying to decide. Still interviewing. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna, I'll make a decision this week. Dude, hell yeah. So I'll get, I'll get some paychecks coming in again. That'll be good. We'll get some proper audio equipment in here. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Thank you all for bearing with us as far as the auto quality. I know my voice sounded like I was in a basement or on the other line of a phone. My wife listened to it and said, Dear God, I can't understand anything you say. However, Matt has a sexy, <laughs> just boisterous voice to that be screams fair, respect. To be fair, you're... Your wife doesn't understand anything you say regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is true. That poor, that poor girl. I don't know how she puts up with me. But, so, I don't even know what we're going to talk about today, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of bullshit in the news, but I think it's all been covered by everybody else. I don't really want to rehash new shit, but it looks like, is Iran going to attack the U.S.? Dear God. Is the U.S. going to attack Iran? What are we doing? What's happening over there? Nobody knows. They're still just, I think they're just instigating. They're saying that, they're saying that Iran and Iranian forces are over here trying to, I guess we're moving a warship over to the Mediterranean, a uh, cruiser, just in case that Iran and Iranian forces preemptively attack our forces or allied forces in the region. But I mean, if I mean you got Bolton in there, bro, so he's gonna he's gonna find something. It looks like Bolton and BB Netanyahu are at it again. Well, Netanyahu has been what he's been um he's been finding nukes for. Have you ever seen that on YouTube? It's like twenty minutes long of Netanyahu saying that the Muslims have the uh, have nukes and they're gonna nuke us next year, and it's just it's, it's been, over like a twenty year it's period. Been next year for two decades, man. It's like, Dude, that guy, I mean, you know what? He plays the, uh, you can play that old scare game pretty well. Well, not as, not as much as we do with fucking Venezuela, which I don't know if you've watched that lately, but good God, it looks like the U.S. is trying to create a coup to kick out one socialist for another. That's, yeah, I mean, that's that's my estimation of it. I haven't honestly kept up with a lot of this the past few months here, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Maduro's an asshole, and he's certainly a socialist, but fuck, you've got Juan Guaido, and what is the party? Is it the, the popular will? It's always free some, will, it's gonna be some people's. Whatever party, People's Republic of Venezuela party. He's a socialist, too. 
And then it's just white people versus brown people, yet again, right? That's all it is. Well, it's, it's white socialists versus not white socialists. It's exactly what it is. Because you have, what, Guaido, doesn't he represent, I think Guaido represents the, like, I guess, what, the, the top 10 or 1% of Venezuela. Crackers. I guess everybody that's in Caracas Crackers. likes, likes yeah, white people. What were they, white Spaniards, white non-Hispanics? Yeah, exactly. So, nah. I guess that would be us. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so I guess Guaido is representing the freaking, the rich, the rich socialists, and Maduro has the poor. What, which, like you said, I guess it is kind of a race thing. <laughs> what, I guess the poor is in uh, Venezuela are also, I guess, what do they call that? Did she just say the poor is? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the extra poors? Yes. Or what, are darker skin and black, right? The Indians? Yes. And then the black population all votes for Maduro, and... I believe those are called the indigenous populations. <laughs> oh, I guess they're not Indians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But I don't think it's our fucking business. Do you think we're going to make it better? Do you think we're going to save not. the day? There's and... nothing to be made better. What's, what's the meme that, that has been going around, right? It's like, hey, I hear you guys got some oil over there. Sounds like you need a little freedom. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> us, right? I mean, they're sitting on one of the larger reserves of oil in the world, um, you know, just like the Middle East. And what do we do? Well, let's bomb the fuck out of them and see if we can uh, get some of that oil, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we they do. Just, they need 20 tons of freedom. Yeah, exactly. All those memes. Exactly. Uh, right into a fucking hospital or elementary school, right? And the thing is, I thought Guaido was supposed to have this big, you know, march on their... Uh, March on their White House. I I can't remember what they call their you know quote unquote palace. I think it's presidential palace or some bullshit. They were supposed to have some march on it. What yesterday? And sure. instead of marching on it, uh, Guaido disappeared. What it was a day and a half, two, three days ago? I have to double check. He disappeared, and then his his um quote unquote sensei, the guy who was trying to lead the coup over um, Chavez. Okay. He I guess has um, Colombian roots. Mm. And he checked himself. This is the guy that's kind of, I guess, the mentor yeah. of Guaido. Checked himself into the, I believe it's the Colum- I believe it's the Colombian embassy. But I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out and double check. I don't want to say, what you know, he may be Spanish. Please fact check everything we're saying right now. <laughs> just so you know, this has just been lies. But, but at the end of the day, it's I don't think Trump wants to do anything. It. I mean, he ran on non-interventionism. That was his platform. And the second he starts a war, it's... But he also nominated Bolton. So, yeah. it doesn't really matter what he ran on. It's what we got, unfortunately. Who was it that said they thought Bolton was like Bolton got played? That the coup was going to happen? And, God, I was listening to somebody the other day. And was it Horton? No, it wasn't Horton. I think it was Dave Smith had a great... Was it Dave Smith? I think it was. Was it Horton great on Dave down. Smith? It was Horton on Dave Smith. Yeah. That's right. He, dude, Horton does an amazing breakdown. Pretty passionate. Gets a little excited. But yeah. he, dude, he did an amazing breakdown on the entire Venezuela ordeal. And I just hope, like, he, he pretty much, his biggest fear is just you have Bolton in there. And yeah. Bolton is just... He's, he's, a neo, he's a neocon warmonger and... He's not ever seen a country he didn't want to invade. So brief aside, guys, I know, you know, all bullshit aside, we're just fucking around over here. But if, if you need to catch up on foreign policy in any way, go check out Scott Horton. 
go check out his podcast, find his audio, find his writings anywhere you can. Uh, Libertarian Institute, antiwar.com, all that. Yeah, check Mises him out. Institute. If you can catch up with him, you're going to be head and shoulders above where we're at foreign policy-wise. So he's the truth. He spits the hot fire. Go check out Scott Horton. Hell yeah. Who will also apparently be trying to come to Childerberg. I heard that. Childerberg, Childerberg won. The inaugural Childerberg. I heard an admission that uh, Dave Smith that, was like, what the fuck is that? That Mikey, <laughs> will, Mikey will not be coming to. Uh, I will be in Europe. with the. I will be fighting with the uh, the yellow coats in Italy. Oh, that's, <laughs> in, that's in France. <laughs> uh, that's in France. My bad. I get all my... Uh, one of them European countries. One of them socialist, <laughs> Marxist countries. Oh, God. They're all the same. But I heard the wine's good and food's yeah, good. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm going to try and get out there. I think I'm there. I'm 90% confirmed. Um, so, yeah. No excuse. I should have a job by then, so it should be okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll have gas money. Absolutely. Everybody's, everybody's going to be camping out, right? So, yeah, yeah. guys, check out Childerberg. That's going to be a cool event in Texas on Lake LBJ. I think it's Lake Buchanan. Or is it Lake Buchanan? I think it's Lake Buchanan. That's another thing. We'll have to, you probably to, should just erase that right there because we were just throwing out lies. Please consult Jake Lindsay and Carr Campit from the Friends Against Government podcast. I think just go to Schilderberg.com. Really? Yeah. That's a cool thing. $430? I don't know, $900? Yeah, they're, they're crowdsourcing it to try and defray some of the costs. Those libertarians sure are... Uh... Stingy folk. <laughs> <laughs> this is something. How much does the Libertarian Party actually raise in finances every year? Are they even close? Do they even break a few hundred million? I gotta suspect not. I gotta I gotta suspect it's 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 seven figures, right? It's gotta be seven figures. But it's not eight figures. I it has to be eight figures. Good lord. They're not mm-hmm. that, they're not that, what, irrelevant. I mean, do you know, who are they trying to get to run this year? Do you even know? There's all that, but. Well, I know Scott Horton and Tom Woods, I guess, have, don't quote me on that, but I think they drafted Jacob Hornberger to run. Really? Um, so, I, I wasn't familiar with Jacob Hornberger you know, before the last few months or so, but everything that he has an opinion on, he's, he's, he kind of lines up with me. So I think he's right on just about everything. So, I mean, he's not bad. It's, it's definitely not your wishy-washy sort of Gary Johnson. But then again, I mean, what is, what is the Libertarian Party even for? What are they trying to do? They're trying to win elections. They're trying to drive, they're trying to drive the, the conversation in a certain direction. Are they trying to spread philosophy? What's the goal? It's I don't such, know. It's such a double-edged sword because the Libertarian Party, it's, it's we want to be so different. We want to be, you know, anti-state, anti-government, right? I understand freedom, no taxes. You know, yes, you can hop everybody on that train. But then at the end of the day, when you get people like Gary Johnson, who doesn't know a damn thing about foreign policy, doesn't yeah. know a damn thing, probably about domestic policy. The dude, dear God, did you watch his debates a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, it's bad. Which, I mean, look, it's fine. I'm an anarchist. I don't care. I think the presidency's a joke and a sham. But if you're actually running for the office and you're some sort of, you know, actual minarchist, 
you should have an idea of the job function and maybe a plan put together of how you're going to run this behemoth. Um, I don't know if he really has that. But he's a good face to put out there, you know. He says a lot of the right things. Doesn't really know where Aleppo is. But, hey, who among us? He's a what? He's a... At least he has... I think he's a self-described um, constitutionalist, which will help bring on some people. I yeah. know at the end of the day, we want to... We wanna, right? Everybody says they want to in-state. They want to go to, you know, limited, limited government, if none, and the locals rule. But at the end of the day, it's, you can't just... Like you said last in the last episode, you can't burn everything down. There has to be some type of migration, and realistically, the only the only source of that migration right now is the Libertarian Party, which seems to be in disarray for the most of the time. It seems like there's more infighting on who is more libertarian or anarcho-capitalist than actually making progress. Well, I don't know if that's the party or if that's just the nature of it. I think libertarian's favorite pastime is not libertarian and other libertarians, so... It's true. <laughs> there, I mean... There has to be some sort of concert, consorted effort to bring... God, you can't, though. I mean, you can't, to, I was say to bring others from... You're not going to get... You're going to get some, maybe blue-blood Democrats, right? Maybe. Everybody else is going so far... Because they're swinging so far left. Maybe the Libertarian Party can suck up a few votes there. God, when it comes to the conservative side, there's really no such thing as conservatism at all. I don't, I don't know a conservative in office. Do you? Like a legit one? I don't even know what conservatism means anymore. I don't know what we're trying to preserve. There's nothing to preserve. Are I mean, we trying to get back to what the founders were? Because they weren't conservative. They were radicals. So I, I don't understand what what conservatism ever was supposed to have meant. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what we're I don't, I don't know what we're doing there. But I don't see I mean, I think people who, like you said, who are minarchists or so anarcho capitalists and the other things, they see themselves above and beyond the Libertarian Party as well. It seems like no matter what, there's no one they can get. You have the anarcho capitalists, your minarchists, everybody else who's you know, your no staters who said Libertarian Party's too big a government. Then you have your Democrats who are just swinging to the left. I mean not not all of them, but you know the 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 vocal left, right, is taking yeah. over. And then on the Democrat side, I mean on the Republican side, it's populist. The, the Republican Party is a populist party now. I mean, there's really no conservative true values at all. I mean, I don't know of any that have been passed. Maybe other than the corporate tax rate going down, but that almost seems like crony capitalism or corporatism. I just because wanted, I just wanted to pay more taxes the, after my tax cut. So, I don't know what I don't know what the net effect there was supposed to be. I am still filed sing, filing single, so I just get screwed no matter what. Classic. Maybe when I have some some chitlins. Gotta gotta sow your seed, Mikey. God. <laughs> you gotta get some progeny out there. Oh, uh, hopefully. Uh, yeah, you know what? No. I will not talk about that. I was about to just derail on a whole like child. Childbearing rain. Not now. Not now. We have to prepare for that one. You know what? Here's what we can do, guys. We, uh, so since we're extremely unprepared and, and Mikey's trying to catch a plane to the middle of nowhere, let's, uh, let's talk about how the government's affected our lives in the past couple of weeks here. So, did you see? I think it was down at the, uh, one of these gas stations here on the, on the highway in Old Town. 
there was a raid recently, a police raid. Oh yeah. Where they busted this gas station for running an illegal gambling operation, right? I'm guessing this was like one of these, whatever, seven, eight, nine, ten liner machines or whatever, right? And there's, Did you see this? There was tons of them. Did you see this? Yeah, they were. And they all... shut the motherfuckers down, right? I guess they got a big fine. So they're still open, by the way. I, they're still open. <laughs> so what I what I really want to know is, who's the victim? Who who is? I mean, the state is the ultimate arm of the. I mean, the the police is the ultimate arm of the state here, right? So who's the state trying to protect? I understand. I mean, you, casinos are not legal in Texas. No. Casinos are legal in two states, three states, which border Texas. All yeah, all so, the bordering states. Yeah. Except for Arkansas. They're legal in Arkansas? Uh, I don't no. think they're legal in Arkansas. Probably. That not. doesn't sound like something that Arkansas would be for. <laughs> <laughs> so money every weekend happily flows across the Sabine River in the form of elderly geriatric bus trips. Over to Cushada or Isla Capri, right? And, and police officers. That's your, uh, that's yeah, that too. One. That too. That's your number one. So, to tell somebody that they can stay in their hometown and spend, I don't know, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever, they, it's their fucking money. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do with it, right? They know it's a gamble. It's called gambling, right? Like, you know you're not going to win every time you pull the fucking one-armed bandit, right? So, I don't understand who the victim here is. They didn't twist the guy's arm and make him our girl, whoever it was that sat down at this thing and started playing, right? So, who are we trying to protect? I don't understand this. I don't even understand what, what conceivable industry could have been protected by shutting that down. There's a... In the state. Well, first of all, like you said, gambling itself is... To, it's, it's volunteerism. You're right. volunteering to do it. No one's yeah. No one's putting a gun to your head. I believe so. Period. The end. It should be legalized across the board. It's wrong. If people are making voluntary contracts, allow them to do it. Let them go into those transactions. They understand the risk. They understand that you're not going to win every time. Hundred percent agree. But there's also quite a lot of reasons why in Texas they don't allow it. Right. I mean, one, I think, I believe way back in the day, it was the Baptist. Definitely. <laughs> that pretty much said, well, look at look at Vegas, look at New Orleans, look at the both lovely sex. Guys. Yeah. Look at the <laughs> the sex, the drugs, that damn old rock and roll. You know. Also, I guess the crime, right? Back in the day, those casinos, if you didn't if you got a pretty big note, you know, they gave you sure. a line of credit and you didn't pay that sure. line of credit, they got to come. They get to come bust your kneecaps or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's still all voluntary. You, Absolutely. you voluntarily entered in that contract. You, yeah, you don't have... in the state, I guess, is in any state. They want to, quote-unquote, protect you. But at the end of the day, they're not protecting. They're just... They're wanting another source of revenue. And look at the largest lobbyer against gambling in the state of Texas. It's freaking Louisiana. Of course. We are, we are legitimately funding that state through gambling. Yeah, you know, Shreveport, Lake Charles, of course. New Orleans... The Louisiana government, if you go, they they send lobbyists. They send lobbyists to the Texas Senate every year to say, "Hey guys, here's a fat stack of cash. Where can we? Who can we donate to? Oh, by the way, make sure that gambling doesn't become legal in Texas." Yeah, that's it. It's just control. I don't. 
the fact that these people just wanted to go, by the way, awesome setup. You see the pictures? Oh, it was awesome. Negative. The, you know, you know, the gas station, how yeah. you have the beer shelf, the Coke yep. shelf. And the, yep. when you open those up, those racks just slid back and a, and a damn slot machine slid out. So it was like, so they had it was multiple. Hidden. Yeah. They were all hidden. It was awesome. Oh, you would walk up amazing. to a door, slide the Coke, the Coke or beer rack yeah. over or grab one off first. Yeah. And then you could just pull and play. That's outstanding. So personally, I hope they reopen because I'd like to go play. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening there. I've only filled up with gas. There are an untold amount of illegal gambling houses in Houston. Yeah, they're all over the place. There's, there's, there's a few busts just recently right. with officers being a part of it that are also getting busted. Yes. They, everything we try to regulate just becomes worse at the end. Right. Cigarettes, alcohol, drugs. Anything you try to regulate through taxation, coercion, or you know, threat of imprisonment ends up becoming worse. Oh my god! And it made me think of kind of veered off topic, but it made me think of um, on Joe Rogan once he had a. We're probably gonna have to delete this. Can we answer that? No. We had they had some doctor come on talk about heroin opiates. Yeah. And they were talking about opiates in, I believe it was Norway. And they said okay. Norway per capita had the highest use of opiates in the entire world. Okay. And they had very strict imprisonment, uh, imprisonment, uh, fines, right? And nothing was working, right? They were the per capita the largest use of opiates. And finally, they said, you know what? Fuck it. What do they do that every other country does and the problem goes away? They just legalize it. Now, not only legalize it, they opened up clinics to where if you were an addict, you could come and they would not administer it, but they would give you the heroin itself, you know, a controlled amount and say, sure. all right, inject yourself. Sure. Now they've gone from the highest per capita uses of uh, heroin to the lowest in like 15 years. Jeez. And the majority of those people that were going to those halfway houses, the yeah. ma- yes, there's, they say to this day, there's still some that go, but the majority of them have all weaned off. Right. The thing about gambling is, like I said, it's because it's different. It's fun. I remember when I turned 21. Oh, yeah, the day fun. I turned 21, daddy put me in the truck and went to the boats. There you go. And I gambled. And I had a blast because I couldn't do it. Right. That was the only reason. Right. Because now I can go gamble whenever I want. I never go. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's just another, it's just another part of state control. And I was about to get in the police officer rant, but I don't know if I should. Mm, you're called Mikey. <laughs> segue I guess into that because officers did have to quote unquote follow the law right sure to go bust this gambling gas station okay that was harming nobody right uh, that's where people kind of like, you're a status Mike or, at the end of the day yes I'm working one up it's coming I, I know at the end of the day yes you can localize police force, privatize it, however you want it. Do I believe the government's doing it right? No. But the thing that I've noticed about libertarians is they're like the fucking Sith Lord. <laughs> absolutes. They do fucking absolutes. It's it's one fucking well, let's see, there's eight hundred and fifty thousand sworn cops in the US, another twenty thousand um, federal police officers. With the people who aren't sworn in and training, about a million, right? A million. Okay. Dude, if you get a million fucking libertarians and you put them in a confined area, I'm pretty sure every week one of them is going to fuck up. Yes. I would guarantee you that if you put a million libertarians in a confined area, 
every little libertarian in that confined area would think they're the only libertarian in that <laughs> confined area. <laughs> My thing is with libertarians is I've seen them push a lot of officers that I know out of the libertarian party because yes, God, yes, you can there are bad cops. There's tons of bad cops. I'll say there's I'll say there's half. I'll say there's as many as you want. I'll say that 90% of them are pricks. I'm fine with that. I'm, I can say that you can bring the police force, privatize it, bring it locally, get rid of the majority of all branches. I'm fine with that. But then we get online and they'll find a video of some like cop, right? Like sidekicking some poor old bitch in the side of the head. Which, yep. dude, off of the guy's head, right? That's fucking insane. Yep. But then their immediate, their immediate response is, all right, I got to out libertarian the other guy. Fucking kill all pigs. And that's the response across the board. Are you reading my Twitter? God damn it. <laughs> it could have been. But I see it, and people are like, fine, you're safe. But at the end of the day, I was reading the other day, like in 2015, right? Yep. There's a million officers. They did a little over 50 million interactions, right? That's where tickets or um, write-ups were done, right? Yep. Warnings. Yep. 50 million in 2015, 987 deaths. Okay. Right? So what is that? 0. 0.00002. Percent right now, I would even say that the majority of those interactions, the fucking cops were evil. That they're shitheads. That they're arresting people. But the thing is also is I know an officer who's been in the forest for twenty seven years. There was seventy five people. I think I know this officer also. <laughs> there was seventy five people in his graduating class. Yep. Out of those seventy five, there's three left on the department he's on. Mm. One third is in prison mm-hmm. for. Doing like illegal gam- illegal gambling actually, yeah. you go believe it. Illegal gambling, well, illegal drug usage, beating the shit out of people, doing illegal by statute. Yes, <laughs> illegal by statute, right? So a third of them, a third of that seventy five from twenty seven years ago are in prison. A third are fired, or they could they didn't have the mental fortitude and sure. left. The other third are dead, either by suicide or by being murdered on the streets, pretty much. Yeah. So my thing is, is like for these officers that I know, quite a few of them actually, who identify with the Libertarian Party, actually are Libertarians themselves, is they're on the streets all day, dealing with bullshit that we don't ever see, right? And I know that's the old, the old saying, right? It's like, right. oh, well, why was that cop an asshole? Well, maybe, you know, he just fucking peeled a 16-year-old kid off the highway sure. the time before, and he's fucking stressed out, right? Yeah. I mean, I, or maybe he just got his ass beat the call before, right? Maybe right. he had to pick himself up. I, I, I've heard that old adage, I still don't think it means you can be a prick. Do I understand it? Yes, I understand it, right? But at the end of the day, I still don't believe they should be shitty. I agree. But these officers then go home, and they're like, oh, well, let me get with my libertarian community. They log online, see how everybody's doing. Fucking kill all pigs. And then the other third... Is committing suicide because not only are they right. attacked in the streets, right. but their own people that they come to talk with, to be with, right. to get some support, are saying the same shit. And I'm talking about strictly the Libertarian Party because yes, in the Republican Party, it's all cops are heroes, oh, blindly, yes. yeah. blindly, which they aren't. It's but, yeah, regardless. Then, I don't need to see the rest of the video. Try to show me the rest of the yeah. video. And then They're all, they did yeah. the right thing. And then on the Democrat side, it's moving more towards all cops are pigs. Which is fine, but I don't want the Libertarian Party to fall in that Sith Lord mindset of absolute. No, and everything I hear is an absolute. You. And I hear you. It just at first I thought it was just a small group, but holy hell, it's almost well, everybody I, it's, I deal with that's Libertarian. It's really not the Libertarian Party. 
per se. I don't think. I mean, I, look, I don't interact with the Libertarian Party. I, I don't really give a fuck. Fuck them. But so yeah, I'll admit. Look, people are harsh. I'm harsh. Look, you're you're harsh. You know this, right? We bust balls. We troll. All that shit, right? It's fun. Uh, and so that, yeah, I, I'll admit that's uh, that's a little tough to hear. So if somebody is an officer, and you know we're trying to do some outreach or something like that, and get them thinking right, you know, that's a little tough to hear, right? If you're already struggling through something, and then you hear, well, you know, go fuck yourself, you should die anyway. Or, yeah, that's tough. That's, that's not a good landing, you know. Not, <laughs> not a good landing for somebody new, new to the thought the thought process, right? But so I'll I'll leave you this, and this is where a lot of that comes from, right? So it gets down to the whole good cop, bad cop, who's a good cop, who's a bad cop, how do you tell? So this is to paraphrase Robert Higgs, I'm going to fuck it up, but we can agree that there are laws on the books that are immoral, unjust, all of the above, right? Agreed. So when you become a police officer, you swear to uphold the law. Agreed. When you take a person who swears to uphold an unjust law... What does that make them? And I'm not saying they do this intentionally. No, no, I understand. They do it because, like all of us, they've been brought up in this system. They've bought into it. Mm-hmm. They've been, they've had it beat into them since they could walk and talk and listen to their parents, right? Mm-hmm. That you line up, the cops are the heroes, the military is the heroes, you know, wave the flag, stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance, all this, right? So you go, yep, I'm going to uphold the Constitution. I'm going to uphold the law because we're a nation of laws, right? Well, we just talked about a law about gambling, mm-hmm. right? So the cops have to enforce that, right? They're duty bound to do it. They're sworn to do it. Or they're fired, let go. So what does that make them, right? They they know that what they're doing. There's and, and I know the cop that you're talking about probably thinks that's a stupid law. Oh right? yeah. And this is nothing against him. And that's and that's most. I this guess, is nothing against him. And that's but, most sane officer. But he's forced into doing it, right? So he either in that moment has to separate himself from his own personal belief mm-hmm. to do his job. The other option is to get fired or quit. So that's that's the choice they're faced so with. So yeah, right? you're either you're either you're either destroyed by the state or you become an yeah. arm of the state. And so state. it comes down to that like, you know, what's a good cop, what's a bad cop? Well, I would posit that, you know, if you're a cop, right? Yeah. Air quotes cop, not not to the individual, because there's plenty of good people who sign up for that blindly. There's plenty of good yes, people who, who sign up to join the military blindly because they've been they've been misled into performing this higher sense of duty, right? They have this higher calling to to serve the country or serve their community mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Their heart's in the right place, but I don't know what that makes you when you when you separate yourself from what you know is right like that. It makes you a you know? trooper. Yeah, it, <laughs> right, yeah, it's it's true. Does that make you a good cop or a bad cop? Well, it makes you a good cop, but it might make you a shitty person. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's all it comes down to. And yeah. and I think that's that's why a lot, there's a lot of suicides, right? Yeah. That's why statistically 40% of police officers beat their wives. Oh, yeah. Right? Because every day... The average officer every, has four wives. Right. In 20 years. <laughs> and chippies. And everything else on the side. <laughs> because every time they strap on the badge, every time they hop in the car, every time they go down to the station, there's a lot of them that know that what they're about to do for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. for the rest of that shift, is fucked up. And they feel bad about that. And then they come home and they have to deal with it. And there's only so many ways you can deal with it. Well, and the other thing is, so this officer has been on for 27 years. The reason he told me cops, if you notice them getting shittier and shittier and shittier, mm-hmm. is because they can't hire them anymore. 
Right. They won't get on. Good, because right. people are becoming more aware yeah. of the situation that's going on. So these officers, they can't. He said they can't. They can't bring them on. They, they'll say they they hire a hundred. That's why yeah. almost every department in the United States and every major city is yeah. short by a large amount of officers. Is because well, one, you know, the suicide, the murder, getting paid forty grand a year right. doesn't help for all that, right? Absolutely. Then you have the t- signing up for wrong reasons, right? The ones that sign up to kick ass and beat the shit out of people in the streets, and the ones that sign up that are naive, that are like, "Hey, I can make a difference. I can be that cop that instead of right. punishes you or puts you in prison, I can." And a lot of them do do that. There's a lot yeah. of good officers that don't arrest people, book people on weed or book people on alcohol. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've ran some across your life, good and bad. I know I have. Sometimes they're in the other way too. So, yeah. <laughs> but I guess I, my, no, my whole see, thing is we have... Poor kid, they see a poor kid in the neighborhood, right? And it's like, fuck, man. I know this kid's got a bad shake in life. He doesn't have, well, any, he doesn't have any parents yeah. at home. He's being raised by an older brother, older sister, something like that. He has no... no. There's no... There's nobody steering the ship, right? So... He doesn't know what he's what he's doing. He doesn't know the choices he's making. He can't understand that yet. All he's doing is what everybody else on the street's doing. So the cop goes in and says, hey, I'm going to help this kid, right? Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, I'm not going to bust him for the fucking half ounce of weed he has on him and ruin his life forever. He'll never get a job. Oh, right? yeah, that's insane. He'll never, he'll never go to school. All that shit. He's never going to be able to improve himself. But I'm just going to, I'll take it, whatever. You know, we'll dispose of it. Let him go. And what sucks is the good officers break the law. So exactly. then of course they can't exactly. they don't so wave they, they are, can't wave right. their hand and go, hey, right. look how many fucking kids I didn't throw in jail this week. Look how many kids I let right. go. Because guess what? There's a fucking ton of them. That's how however, they get their way up. However, if they get caught, those are also the ones that get fired. Exactly. Because they get well, because then that then that person goes by and goes, you know what? Fuck this officer. Hey, you know, gives HPD right. or Dallas PD call says, Oh, by the way, your officer confiscated my weed or whatever, threw it away, but let me go. Yeah. Bam, he's gone. So then there's no incentives. It's it's well, shitty. It happens. It's got to be at least once a month. There's everybody says, well, where's the, there's good cops out there, right? Well, yeah, they're, they're good cops that try and arrest their partners or turn their partners in or other members of the force for doing illegal shit, like some of the shit that's going on yeah. right now in the, the bigger town next to us. What the fuck happens to them? Well, it goes all the way to the fucking chief, and they get forced out because yeah. everybody's on the fucking take. Nobody wants to up, upset the apple cart. Right, so the quote unquote good cop who's actually doing the right thing and saying, Hey, this dude's fucking corrupt, this dude is ruining people's lives on a daily basis just to be punitive. Mm-hmm. He keeps his job, the one who turns him in gets fucking fired. Absolutely, that, yeah, absolutely. So there, so there goes your good cops. All the good cops get kicked off the force, and they can't retain them, right? You can't retain well, the you other can't retain officer who comes in who wants to make a difference, who actually wants to. Help people out, sure. right? Who yeah. who's done charity their whole lives? Who did Big Brother? Who did all this yeah. stuff? They go, hey, you know what? I've seen how bad X community is. I think I can be a person in that community that helps. And then they get in there and they yeah. see the bureaucracy and they see the bullshit and they see this. Yeah, you're you're a part of the, it. Sucks because like you want to be a cop to help somebody out, but then at the end of the day, you're just helping the state. Yeah, you're do you're 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 protecting and enforcing fucked up laws. Yeah, and then on the backside. They aren't the capitalists and libertarians hate you. No, but it, it's true though. And, and the other problem that compounds it is that you've got now that we're in all these fucking wars in every goddamn country across the globe, right? You have all these service people who are coming back who really had no business doing what they were doing either, mm-hmm. right? They're going off and doing fucked up shit and, you know, innocent people are dying as, as a result of the wars that they're fighting at the behest of our leaders, right? So they do their, you know, two, four years, whatever. They come back. What do they do? 
don't really have any attainable skills, right? No. Yeah, they'll, they tell you when you sign up, oh, we'll teach you to be an electronics guy, or we can teach yeah. you how to, you know. And they've already been police in one state, right? right? Yeah. With deadly they're, force. Yeah, they're, they're running a basic police state in some sandbox in the Middle East, right? So they come back, they can't get a job, and they go, well, fuck it, I'll just sign up for a police force, right? And what do we do? We give them a fucking face mask, nobody knows who they are. We give them a fucking APC so they can, you know, run people over like in fucking Venezuela. We put them on gang task force. Yeah, and that's all they do. And they drive around in their fucking patrol car, right? Mm-hmm. And they see all of us as the insurgents. And them as the only person that's keeping the peace from us. And I'm sure that I'm sure they're not getting help from PTSD. I'm sure they get out there dealing with a large group of people sure. and they just fucking snap, right? They sure. see someone just kinda of barely move, you know. He's reaching for his gun, even yeah. though he's probably grabbing a cigarette or just scratching his ass. Right. And blows three guys away because of that, because he's had, he has untold amounts of damage from being in the Middle East. Yeah. Well, we he just came from a fucking yeah. war zone. That we don't give a shit about, right? We're not going to give him help. We trained him to fucking fight people and shoot them. That's that's what they did. Train him to kill. It's funny. We train him to Cops kill. Cops aren't necessarily trained to no. fight people and shoot them. They're, They're trained to kind of halfway know the law and just be able to respond to infractions of that law. It, it's funny because we train the military who we train to kill, but we send them over there to police, right? Yeah. So they're trained to kill, but they go to the Middle East to police. Then we bring them back to police. To police. But all they know how to do is And they wind up killing. <laughs> if you go look at most forces, guess what? They're ex-military. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're not getting any college grads. Exactly. And when you do, they get in, they make straight A's, and they promote to sergeant, to lieutenant, to chief as fast as they can. They're on the street for a year. Yep. People, the officers who are on the streets... Are the bad ones, the ones that can't get promoted, the ones that can't be a detective or a sergeant or go into some type of forensics or analysis. Right. They only know how to bust kneecaps. That's their job. I, I got to think some of them actually like it. Oh, I sure. Some more, a lot more than they should. Right. It's just their outlet. They get to go out and fuck people up, and whatever, they go home. They go home easy, right? God. Yeah. So. That might be enough. To yeah, to tie down this police rant. I do agree that it needs to be either localized or privatized. The current police system needs to be abolished. It absolutely does. Do I know how to do that? No. I'm a fucking Texan just sitting here in this town with not the knowledge on how to completely reform the police state. But no, that we're, being we're, s- we're going to get popular enough that we can have these good guests on and they can help you through Yes. But that being said... I guess my whole mindset was there's a lot of libertarian officers and anarcho-capitalist officers who are trying to change the system from the inside. And I guess those are the guys I'm looking out for, right? The sure. ones who, it sounds horrible, but I guess don't follow the law whenever they can, right? Yeah. Who let the people go, who look the other way, who constantly try not to, I guess, enforce every punitive law they can. But at the same time, I guess no matter what, I guess no matter what, I'm gonna I'm gonna look bad coming off this. But eh, you know, there's always I'm, I'm, this is opinion that I'm gonna be formulating and changing, of course, for for forever, just like most stuff. But yeah. we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Well, and look, it's 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 clear that you recognize that there's an issue, right? And I think you know there's an issue for a long time. Hell, the cop you've been referencing this whole episode knows there's an issue there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I think he wants to do something too. He just, he can't. He's, he's powerless to do anything, right? So, if there's anybody out there, and even you yourself, Mikey, if, if there's anybody out there who who is a police officer or is thinking about joining a, a force somewhere or going to, uh, to school to learn how to be a cop, right? 
I would direct everybody to Rayford Davis. Just look up Rayford Davis. Maybe we'll get popular enough if we can get him on, right? He's an ex-police officer. Uh, he's a little bit softer landing than uh, Libertarian Twitter <laughs> and Anarchy <laughs> Twitter, right? Uh, he's not going to hit you with the with the all cops are bastards, fuck the police, um, as much as I might on my Twitter feed. But uh, yeah, so if you're looking for somebody to really connect with that can really kind of set you straight on the proper way to think about how to handle policing, I would I would check out Rayford Davis, man. Rayford Davis. And I'll look up on him. I definitely would like to get more educated on how we can reform the, or I guess reform, abolish, and then reform in another way, whatever the, you know, our current policing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another guy too. I can't remember his name. I know, uh, uh, the Pete Raymond has had him on, uh, his show. Um, he runs a private security force in is it Detroit. I think it's Detroit. Really? Um, I'll have to, we'll, we'll point to that, that episode in, uh, in the show notes and maybe you guys go check that out and send some traffic his way. I don't think he needs the help, but no, I definitely need to go see, I need to definitely go back and check out some of Pete's older stuff. Yeah. It's I know good. he has a lot of really, I've, I've actually been going back and looking at some of his uh, older topics and he has some really insightful topics. He's not always a soft in. landing either, but Oh dude, no, he's not. Hey, Which I, who cares? Let him. Yeah. Fuck it. We're like all that. big boys, right? So oh, if yeah. you give it, a, give it a few listens and, yeah, at least give you some something something to chew on, right? Something to think about for a little while while you're taking long shits or long showers. <laughs> so anyway, guys, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thanks again for listening to Erase the State. I'm Matty K. That's Mikey Two Names. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Be Peace safe, out. brothers. Is it? It's like not recording into that. I know. <laughs> oh no! <laughs>